Hello, I'm Leila Hidayat and welcome to this special edition of Stories to Change. So you can usually find me behind the scenes at Frontline, however during this extraordinary time I'll be recording from my living room. I'll be speaking to some really amazing people as well as some brilliant organisations who are adapting to support children and families during the pandemic and beyond. You, our lovely listeners and social gooders, will hear their stories, advice and hopes for the future as we learn together along the way. Hi everyone, so this week I spoke to the incredible Beth Vecchioni. So Beth's a social worker, a frontline fellow and founder of care to dance a social enterprise that's using dance to improve the well-being of children in care in the North East. So Beth speaks about the importance of building a community where young people can form meaningful relationships, grow their confidence and talk about their futures. And over lockdown, Beth and the young dancers have kept the momentum going through sharing TikTok dances as well as weekly check-ins via Instagram. And finally, she talks about the importance of reminding young people of their resilience during this time. So I hope you enjoy this week and I'll speak to you soon. How's your day been? Has it been all right? Yeah, it's been good, thank you. Nice and relaxed. That's good, that's good to hear. What have you been up to? Uh, just been working from home, so doing yeah. yeah, speaking to a few people, so yeah. So did you want to say a bit about, um, I guess, a bit more about Care to Dance and maybe kind of explain it uh, to our, our listeners who, who don't know what it is? So what, what does Care to Dance do and how do they support young people? Yeah, so I'm full time as a social worker um, in South Tyneside Local Authority in the um, Integrated Looked After um, Children team. Um, and alongside that I do Care to Dance which um, I love. So Care to Dance is a social enterprise um, that was set up with the aim to I guess teach dance to children in care and young people leaving care um, and there's a 12-week program and young people learn both contemporary and street dance um, and within that as well there's opportunities to have social events so we take the young people to uh, watch a dance show or theatre show which is a lovely time during the program actually because you really see the young people connecting in a sort of outside of the dance class and alongside that as well we've continued weekly dance classes um, up in the northeast for north and south Tyneside Local Authority um, so yeah and, and the aims around Care to Dance is um, to obviously build on the, the skills and the, the love they have for dance um, but it's a lot more than that it's a lot more around um connectivity between the young people building a community where they can build meaningful relationships together um and and moving forward with that and it's got such a powerful impact i think dance through creatively expressing yourself and expressing how you're feeling so yeah it's it's sort of stemmed i think it was back in september was the first ever time we ran the program and it's it's just grown since then and it's been an amazing journey and the young people are just incredible it's been lovely getting to know all of them i think what you said there about dance being another way of communicating is really important isn't it because talking is not for everybody and people might not have the words or they might not have um it might not be you know english as a first language 
or it just might not be the right time, as, you know, as talking as a way of communicating, but music and exercise and dancing is, a, is another way uh, which you can kind of reach out to young people. And I think that's really important. Um, you mentioned there the power of building relationships and care to dance. And, you know, this is a time where we're still in lockdown and we're not able to um, be with each other. Uh, how, how, how's Care to Dance getting around that? What sort of things are you doing in order for the young people to kind of still feel connected? Yeah, so we're still um, keeping in contact with the young people through uh, different social media platforms. Uh, so we have a weekly video call with the young people, including with the ambassadors. So we also have um, five ambassadors and we all have um, a weekly sort of get together. It's it's a lovely thing to be a part of because even, whether it's a young person saying that, you know, she's dyed her hair and uh, or a young person saying what they've eaten or how much chocolate they've eaten, um, it's so important. So, yeah, we've been quite creative. So we're using, you know, Instagram call through our Care to Dance uh, Instagram, um, WhatsApp calls, um, Zoom, we're now trying to use and Skype. We've had a couple of failed ones that we've had to try and be a bit creative <laughs> working out the technology, but it, we got there in the end. Um, and they're coming up with their own sort of TikTok dances um, and sharing that with ourselves. And we're going to create actually a thread of them so we can have all the different TikToks, uh, which we'll share soon as well, which will be really good. So it means that you know the young people also have a purpose to still dance um, and get, keep the dancing going with everyone and those TikToks are really funny aren't they I haven't actually tried them yet so you've been trying and getting involved as well have you yeah I've still got a little way to go yet <laughs> and um so you said the calls are weekly and having that interaction, I guess, with, uh, you know, the, the care to dance team on a weekly basis is, I guess, really useful to keep uh, a bit of a routine in the young people's lives. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, using that um, as a means to set goals and tasks for young people. Um, so to keep that momentum going, because learning a routine or building on a solo is um, it can feel very, you know, like you can really, really achieve something and, you know, going months without doing that can have an impact on a young person or maybe on their confidence so yeah I think just really keeping that momentum going by setting goals for the young people and and, and little tasks and talking about dance and talking about everything else going on as well um you know how they are in general is is really important and and then by the time I'm hoping by the time when this is over and we can get back together and then we'll all have loads of different things we can bring to the table and and share with each other which will be lovely and yeah so I think the main thing is is just using the virtual platforms that we have to keep that momentum going for the young people and keep their confidence built up because it's it's really incredible what they what they can you know achieve and what they have achieved. So I wondered if you wanted to say a bit about, a bit more about, I guess, the power of dance or the power of exercise and sport more generally. And I know that you were very interested in, in dance and sport from a very young age. What is it about it that you enjoy so much? Yeah, so I guess as I grew up, um, for me, dance and sport was, uh, I loved it. That was my main thing. My main focus was dance and sport. Um, absolutely loved it. It gave me a lot of confidence. Um, it helped me focus. Um, I think, you know, after school, a long day at school, I'd be tired and I'd go to dance and I'd come out feeling buzzed. And for me, dance is so powerful. You can really express yourself so creatively. You know, if, if you've got stuff going on and you're not able 
able to, you're not feeling like you can talk to someone about it. Dancing through those emotions is so powerful. Um, and the physical aspect of it as well, it's, it's, it has such a feel good feeling, you know, after you've had a good dance, even if it's just a bit of a boogie to Tina Turner. You know. Oh, yes. <laughs> Love Tina. And the community of dance is something that I've really grown up with. And dance is such a supportive community. So when you go and watch your performances or competitions, everyone is supporting each other. Um, and, you know, no matter what your ability is, everyone's supporting each other and really celebrating your success. I just think dance has such a powerful impact on your mental health, on your overall well-being, on your connectivity with other young people um, or adults. If you're an adult, you know, it has it has such powerful impact on that. I think um, as your confidence grows through dancing and there's one young person that just jumps out at me when I think about this who in Kerr's Dance, who really did every week, came, came along. She was really nervous initially and her confidence just blossomed and she's an incredible person. She's an incredible dancer and she's dancing in front of hundreds of people now and she's so committed to dance as well and they all are they're all just absolutely incredible yeah I think um as well you know we're out of the routine so for young people who are in for example classrooms every day and they're sat and they're listening and have to sit still and are under kind of quite a lot of different um, rules of the school or even for adults really at work you know we have to behave a certain way at the moment we're at home we're we've got a bit more freedom in terms of the structure of our day um it could be a time that young people take up dance they could put on some music and start a routine do the tiktoks you know do the tiktoks yeah TikTok's been actually really great because a lot of people have started off using, started dance from TikTok at the moment. Like, so the very beginners are starting from doing TikToks and then they're ending up doing their own TikToks. And then before they know it, they're choreographing their own routine. They're all so different. And I think that's what I love about dance as well. It's so creative and it's so individual. Definitely uh, seen a, a variety of dances in my day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly on uh, maybe nightclub floors or something like that. Um, but yes, you teach many different styles then of dance you mentioned um was it hip-hop dancing yeah so hip-hop dance and um contemporary dance are the two styles that we teach and we um bring in guest um guest teachers as well so we've um had quite a few different dance teachers including chloe dean who um, she's a fantastic choreographer and she's um, danced with rita Aura and she's come up and you and the kids absolutely loved it is there something about role models as well um i don't know if you wanted to say a little bit about how care to dance kind of plays that role model role yeah, absolutely. Uh, definitely. So we aim to be role models for the children and we aim to bring them really positive role models who they can look up to. And, and I know one of one young person really like spoke so fondly of, of the guest teachers and said how they really felt like it was just incredible being taught by them and things. And I think that's so important. And, you know, when me and Chad teach the young people as well, I feel, you know, we, we build up that connection with the young people and we set them, you know, we speak to them about not just dance what they want to do in the future and we explore things you know that's where the social work side things comes into like intertwines with care to dance I think because it's much more than thinking about okay what dance routine are we doing next it's also about how things have been you know talking about that and we have five ambassadors and I've seen all the young people really like take on that role uh, seriously and so how it works is the um, ambassadors come down to uh, other programs um, and teach the young people with 
with myself and Chad um, and support the young people and just support the classes in general. They take it in turns to join us. Um, and it's been amazing watching those those young people come down and really support the other young people who are maybe new to dance and things. Um, and whether they've maybe um, needed a bit of confidence boosting or a bit of an idea on a different spin of the dance and things like this. Um, they've been really incredible um, and they really do take that role seriously and when it comes to other young people who maybe join their weekly dance class in Newcastle, they make the extra effort to welcome them, make them feel comfortable. So, so I guess the kids then take on that role yeah. of being a role model to the, the younger kids or the, the, the yeah. children who are perhaps new to care to dance, which is really lovely. So just taking you back Again, just speaking about this time and how Care to Dance has had to adapt. Um, do you have any advice um, for perhaps social, other social workers or um, other people who are supporting young people at this time? I think the main thing is, is really using what we have. We're very lucky, actually, that this has happened during this this era because we have such a, a, you know, many means to speak to each other virtually. Um, and I think really using that, whether it's via FaceTime or Zoom or anything, um, to keep that as connections with young people. So as a social worker, I speak to my young people um, at least once a week, um, whether it's via text or whether it's via um, a video call and just keep checking in on the young people, seeing how they're doing because it is just a very unusual time at the moment for them. Um, and, you know, they may change how they're feeling about the situation daily or weekly. You just don't know. Um, I mean, one young person I had a pizza party with. <laughs> over the- oh, amazing. That sounds lovely. So you both yeah. ordered pizzas. Um go for your end yeah it was great and it was, it was his birthday so we thought we'd do something um, a bit different and we both got a pizza and we would have chatted away and um yeah and had a nice uh, a video call in that respect because i was going to take him out for some pizza for his birthday so we did it virtually <laughs> which was lovely so really just yeah absolutely being creative and using what you have got and um i guess not dwelling on what you can't do at the moment just wanted to um talk a bit more about so you mentioned that there is the opportunity there of using some of this new learning after lockdown and after, I guess, the pandemic. And what do you think Care to Dance will look like during that time? What, what would you like to bring to that time? And, and what, what do you hope Care to Dance will, will take from this pandemic? And I guess, how will Care to Dance grow from this? Yeah, so I think, you know, how much we've used for like the virtual communication now, I think that will still continue um, in addition to the weekly classes. So it's a lovely platform where people are just dropping texts in um, every now and then, you know, with an update about what they've been doing or something. And that will definitely still continue. And it's a good way for them to maintain connection outside of the dance class. And I think as well, reminding the young people, like as when we can eventually come back together and dance and perform together and, um, and you know, to have social events together, I think it's reminding the young people how resilient they are, like how they've actually come through this really difficult time and how incredible that they've been through that and how supportive they've been to one another. Because I just, I think it's it's important to recognise that for the young people because they really, they have been incredible. And I guess, is there anything that you would do differently as, uh, you know, with perhaps as a team, I guess as yourself, but with the ambassadors? Yeah, so we uh, at the moment we have an ambassadors chat um, or, as well, which is like a virtual chat where we can um, speak to each other as a, the ambassadors and myself and Chad, and we we talk about different ideas that maybe um, we have for the programs or the young people maybe have, might have some ideas on dancing we can do. That will definitely continue. Um, 
I think as well, something that I've been thinking about is for the ambassadors to start playing. Um, I mean, they definitely do teach young people now and they support them when they go to see them, but more, more of that role. So maybe if they've come up with a dance routine, they could then record it and, and then they could um, hold their own dance tutorial supported by myself and Chad with the other young people online. Um, and so just as an extra side to the weekly dance classes that we usually do. So that's something that we've been talking about and um, hopefully we can build on that role for the ambassadors. Um, I mean, I know one young person actually wants to be a teacher. And um, did you want to say a bit more? I know we spoke before about um, your aspirations for Care to Dance. And so at the moment it is based in the Northeast. And um, do you have any plans to kind of expand it? What would it, I guess, look like for you in the next couple of years? Yeah, absolutely. So my goal is in the next couple of years is to definitely expand it outside of the Northeast. Um, we want to be able to have programs and weekly dance classes running all over the country. And I know I've connected with a couple of people from um, Frontline as well who are, um, who have completed the Frontline program and they're interested in, in care to dance. And so connecting with people in different local authorities will be extremely helpful to, for this to grow and for young people all over the country to be able to benefit from dance. And, and what care to dance can offer so and, and I think a big thing as well is if we can eventually in a couple of years have care to dance programs and classes running throughout the different local authorities ensuring that they're not just isolated and confined to that local authority you know connecting everyone so whether they live in London or the northeast we can hold events where all of the young people who are involved in, and teachers involved in care to dance can come together and celebrate their sort of creativity their success their talents um, and I think that that's my that's my goal I would love that to happen so I guess just to um, wrap up our um, our call and what would you say are your are your hopes for the future and is there anything you know you'd, you'd like to share with our our listeners I hope that the care stance will really grow on and that's my personal dream <laughs> um, and my main hope as well is that um, young people have opportunities and more and more opportunities come out um, after you know COVID-19 is over I hope that more and more opportunities are there for young people to be able to um, grasp and experience life in different ways uh, and follow their dreams in whichever way that might be. I guess for um, social workers as as well, you know, um, you've got an incredibly hard job and particularly at the moment and even after the, the lockdown and pandemic is over, you know, now is more a time than ever that we'll need social workers and perhaps it's encouraging social workers to take a bit of a moment for themselves, uh, you know, turn the music off, blow off some steam. Definitely. And I think it has really given us a moment to sort of take a step back. Um, maybe when things are so busy that you don't have that time to stop and think, it gives you this time now to be able to stop, think and reflect. And I think it's that's actually been really, really helpful. Okay, fab. Thank you so much. I really have enjoyed listening to you and, and speaking to you. So thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.